Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color, tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of the professional black woman showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host... Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the professional black woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. And today we are launching the PBWA. That's right. The PBWA is the Professional Black Woman Association. And you can reach us there at www.thepbwa.com. Stay tuned for more details. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire and encourage you, the listener audience, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, and just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Today is Monday, March, excuse me, not March, Monday, April 5th, 2010, and you know we are here every time at the same time, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern. So go and spread the word about the great news about Wealthy Sisters. Well, I tell you, it is a beautiful day outside. We are so excited for our awesome guests that we have on our show today. There's so many great things that are happening uh, with this awesome organization, the Small Business Administration. I tell you, being in business now for 20 years, I really did not understand the wealth of knowledge, the depth of support that this um, organization offers to small business owners. So today, I just asked this dynamic individual, this this phenomenal woman, Ms. Tanya McCoy, if she would come on and introduce a lot of the great ways that the Small Business Administration really does support the small business owners today. Let me just ask you this question. Now, I know some of you all are probably wondering, you know, does the Small Business Administration really help small business owners, or how can the SBA help you today? Well, our expert, Tanya McCoy, joins us, and she has really over 20 years of uh, experience with the Small Business Administration. She currently holds the position as a business development specialist and the Woman Business Ownership Representative out of the Baltimore District Office. She also works with the Bon Secours Outreach Center in Baltimore, teaching entrepreneurial classes once a month. She has a God-given desire and a passion for helping women in business. And I can tell you this personally, me being new to the area, um, when we were planning the Winter Summit Conference and Expo, I thought, okay, it would be great to have the SBA there to support, to represent, to provide information, uh, to provide data, and just to answer, answer questions. And I called, and I was directed to this young lady, and I tell you what, her spirit, she's so genuine, so down to earth. She's always been very, very helpful. So I am excited to, to ask Ms. Tanya McCord to come on our show. Today. So after our quick break, we'll come back and get all of the facts from the dynamic Miss Tanya McCoy of the Small Business Administration. Make sure you go and call everybody now. Tell them to dial 347-838-9278. If you have a question, we will be taking a few later on into the broadcast today. And also, remember, you can visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters, that's S-I-S, TAS.com, and we'll be there 24 hours a day with the broadcast. 
Thank you so much, and we'll take a short break. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Well, yes, we are live back on Wealthy Sisters. And our special guest today is the dynamic Miss Tanya McCoy of the Small Business Administration. We're going to open the lines up for everyone today, so make sure if you've got any questions, dial 347-838-9278 because we have an expert on the line today that's ready to help and answer your questions. So we're not going to hold it from you any longer. Miss Tanya McCoy, welcome to Wealthy Sisters and Thank you so much for being our very special guest today. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, I tell you, you know what? It's just a pleasure. Whenever we can find and meet individuals such as yourself who's so helpful and so, you know, just supportive, we really, really want to share that that type of person with our audience. And we have we have a lot of people that are listening from all over, literally, the country. And so we're excited to have you here. Now, you know, at Wealthy Sisters, we, we like to jump right into it. So we, we, we don't hold back anything, but it's very, very, you know, um, calm here, you know, we like to, you know, get real truth and real facts to to our uh, information that we're seeking. So I just want to ask you first, though, we can get a little bit of background about yourself. Wow, 20 years with the SBA. Can you can you tell us where you're originally from? I am originally from Baltimore, born and raised. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. And now now you've been with the SBA 20 years. Of course, when you all see her, you will look at her and can't believe that she's been there 20 years. But let me ask you, what, you know, what started your desire or how did you, you know, start working with the SBA? Well, previously I was working for the Baltimore Gas and Electric Company, and I took the federal test because I wanted mm-hmm. more of a permanent position, and I wanted to work with people. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. led me to go into the federal sector. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I, and the Lord just planted me with the SBA, and it has been a real, real blessing being with the SBA, meaning so many wonderful clients throughout my years here. Wow. Wow. So have you always been in the Baltimore area there with with SBA? Yes. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. Now, what other positions or or other departments did you work in within the SBA? Well, I started out in the minority um, division that handles the 8A program and federal contracting. Then Uh I went to the administration um, division, which it got me the opportunity to meet a lot of the people firsthand that came in the office, and that was really, really great. Then I moved to the servicing division where um, I worked on servicing loans or assisting servicing loans. And then I moved to the business development division where it's been really great. Wow, wow, that's awesome. And I know you all really, really have an active office there um, where you're located because I see you all around the community uh, really, really serving in so many capacities and providing information. Tell us now, what does the business, you know, your your title of a business development specialist mean? What what is that to uh, the layperson, to someone that's new and starting in the business? How can you help them? Basically, that means that I can help them with information either on starting their business or developing Mm -hmm. their business in many aspects of their business. Any areas that I am um, not an expert in, we have specialists in our office that can help them. Mhm, mhm. So, you know, it's a it's a a myth out here, or or you probably you have heard it, or have seen clients come in and say, well, you know, I, I really didn't know that you all had this much information. Why do you think that um, we have, I guess, feel that way? And what what are you all doing there in your office, and what are you doing to make sure that the word is out that you are really there to support in the ways that you can support us today? Well, what I personally do is when I um, moved to the business development division, I Mm -hmm. wanted to get out into the community. 
a lot of times mm-hmm. you'll see um, agencies, if you will, that will have conferences and workshops in a central location, and people from all over have to travel to that location. I mm-hmm. thought instead of having the uh, potential or current small business owner travel to one location, why not go to them? It's easy if I go to their community and have them come out, you'll get a better response than if they have to travel clean across the city or or county, what have you, to do the workshop or attend the workshops. So I started going out to the different libraries in Baltimore City and Baltimore County doing small business workshops on starting and financing your business and a major focus on starting. Wow. So now are there, I would imagine that there are certain initiatives or certain guidelines that each, since we have people calling from all over the country, that each division or each state or uh, city office represents. What are some of those standard guidelines that that are in place for business owners today? So if I just I just called you or I just walked into the office, what are some of the, the main steps that you would help us with? If someone walked into the office and say, I want to start a business, my first mm-hmm. question to them would be, what type of business that you would like to start? And, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. sometimes people will come in and say, well, I have money, but I don't know what type of business I want to start. That's mm-hmm. an easy fix. What mm-hmm. I usually tell people is, why not make money doing something that you really, truly enjoy doing? If you pick something that you enjoy, you can provide a better product and or service to your customers. That's true. That is so true because as opposed to just trying to find something or trying to figure, I mean, really having a person that's in that, that mindset of knowing what they don't want to do but having the money, that. How often do you see that, or, or do you see people really needing money more often than <laughs> knowing what they want to do, or is it kind of 50-50 there? That is correct. Most of the time people will come to us that do need financing. Maybe uh-huh. 10% of the people that I talk with have the financing, but they don't know which direction to go in there after. They know what type of business they want to start. They have some money saved, but they don't know what to do. And I got you. you. Take that with a different approach. Okay, and so I know that there are certain divisions and certain steps in place that you, you would direct them. Like we understand, as a, a business development specialist, your your job is to kind of probably give them the outline and then direct them to each department that can support them. Sometimes it's a it's uh-huh. a individual basis. Um, okay. I always tell people when I talk with them, I'll give you a suggestion, and yes, I give homework because you have to do your research. I am a firm believer that research and planning go hand in hand. If you mm-hmm. fail to properly plan, you're just planning to fail in your business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the research, what like do you are you able to tell them what type of research you know that they would need to do? Just just someone coming in fresh, um, maybe you know people who have started a business. I know traditionally um, a lot of people I know, even myself, I've started businesses without doing detailed research um, because maybe it was it was started out as a hobby or something on the side, and then it, it just began to grow. So. What steps do you tell them as far as research? Do you provide info on that? I'll give you an example of um, an incident that's really common. People will call me or come in or attend my mm-hmm. workshops, and they'll say, um, I'm going to need 20000 30000 40000 et cetera. And I'll say, how do you know that's the amount you need? They'll say, well, right. I figured from me thinking of everything that I want in my business, that's <laughs> what I need when I start up. And I'll go, again, how do you know? Have you gotten estimates? Have you gone out and talked with potential vendors? You need your estimates uh-huh. on your equipment, your supplies, your utilities, et cetera, to actually come up with a ballpark figure of how much you're going to need to borrow. Otherwise, you go to a lender and say, I need to borrow 30000 You have to justify um, what you're going to use that money for. 
Right, just pull right. A number off the top of your head and say that will work. For one, that is a bad business decision from the beginning. Because what if you actually need a hundred thousand to start up and you only ask for thirty thousand? What you going to do? You still can't start up. Right, right, right. That's true. I've seen that happen before. Where we, we miss forecast. You know, a lot of times what it costs. Like you might see different businesses that uh, they they start building out uh, or space or something in a strip plaza, and it takes a while before they're actually able to open up. It could be nine months before they're open and and they're paying lease and all of that and still, you know, don't have all of the financing. So so what is, I guess that's what um, you would help them with the business plan. Is that really what that business plan is for, is helping them gauge on what their costs and forecasting and what their expenses would be? Exactly, but if someone comes to me that is really doesn't have a lot of knowledge about mm-hmm. starting a business, I like to start them off real easy. Let them take baby steps, and I'll let them know that when you write down all your ideas, you get your estimates, and you go step by step, you're, that's the beginning of your business plan. And then you can go into the process of putting all of your information together, and then I'll give them my information on um, putting together a business plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are some of the, 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 I guess, the basic steps in putting together a business plan that you would suggest for them to do? You need your projections. Again, that falls back on your research, on your estimates. You're going to need mm-hmm. your projections of how much you're going to need to start up. You want to know your projections for the next year. And in some cases, you may want to do projections for the third and fourth year. You have to show just cause of how you plan to pay back your loan if you desire to borrow money. Um, you you have to do a breakdown if you're going to get if you're going to need employees. Estimate of how many employees you're going to need. Of course, the payroll is going to be included in your projections. Your like I said, your utility costs. You have to spell out every aspect of your business in your business plan because people have to remember. When, let's say, for example, a lender looks at your business plan, that lender does not know you. That lender doesn't Mm -hmm. know anything about your potential business. Only what he or she reads off your business plan. Your business plan represents you as the potential or current business owner. See, that makes sense. All right. Can you hear me there? Yes, ma'am. I can. Okay. We had a, a drop uh, situation with our call there. So sorry about the technical difficulties. Now, you were saying about your, um, as, as, as a banker, they really don't know us, and we're going in, and, and I know a lot of times um, we have the idea in our head, and I guess our whole burden is to actually project the idea or the vision clearly, uh, in that plan so that someone can really, really embrace what we're um, wanting them to do or to support us with that money. Because like you said, they're not going to just give us the money 
uh, if, if there's not a good reason for them to see that they're going to get a return on their investment. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now tell us a little bit more about the women's division that, that, that you have there, the women's business ownership division. How does that work? And is that also a part of all SBAs across the country as well? Yes, it is. Um, each office mm-hmm. has a women's business representative. Um, and I don't know if you're aware, in some states we have multiple offices, Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure if there's no there's not multiple um, women representatives in those offices, but in each state there is a women's representative that women business owners can go to for assistance, attend women seminars, workshops, etc. Okay, okay. So with with those type of seminars, give give me an example of you know what a, a woman business owner would be able to expect, or the titles of those seminars. It's according to the representative. We put together mm-hmm. our own um, seminars slash workshops, unless it's something that our central office is conducting. I know myself personally, since, Mar- since March was Women's History Month, I did mm-hmm. several um, women-owned business workshops, such as um, how to properly market in your business, sales workshop, what you need to say to get that person's attention in business. I did several workshops of that nature for the month of March. Okay. So you, you also help people with sales as well on, on workshops. So, I mean, it seems like it's everything that you offer support on within the SBA. What what are some of the favorites or you see the most popular uh, workshops that people take advantage of within the SBA? A lot of people take advantage of our workshops with our resource partners. Some of our mm-hmm. resource partners are the Small Business Development Centers, the Small Business Resource Centers. The Small Business Development Center have a workshop entitled Smart Start Your Business. It is a very, very um, wonder, it's a wonderful workshop to take. I urge all small business owners men and women, to take that workshop because it's an excellent workshop to take. A lot of, our, um, a lot of the workshops that the Small Business Development Center have, it's excellent. I, it's, I mean, I just can't say enough about it. It's really good. And I would urge anyone that's interested in taking a variety of small business workshops to visit our website. And we also have an online library where you can take online workshops free. Wow, that's 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 very good. Now, how long has that been in place, the, the online workshops and, and all of that? The online workshops have been in place for a couple of years now. A lot of people don't take advantage of them. We mm-hmm, have a lot of people mm-hmm. that will do the workshops, but a lot of people don't take advantage of them. Okay, okay. So now with with all of this in mind, you you definitely are letting us know that you are here to support us um, with our businesses and to to help us with, I mean everything from A to Z. What what do you see as a, a business owner who maybe has been in business about three or four or five years, six seven years, and they've never really uh, taken advantage of the resources that the SBA has to offer? What kind of tips would you suggest for them to 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 learn, or what services do you have in place that can help them? Well, it's according to what their needs are first. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, let's just say, for example, if they, um, they're they ready to um, get into the federal sector as far as contracting, I would tell them first, Do you? Well, I, would, well, I would ask them first, do you know how to bid on government contracting? If they say okay. they do know how to bid on government contracts, I would um, refer them to our PTAP office in College Park, and that basically stands for Procurement Technical Assistance Program at our PTAP office. Okay, and that's something that's offered nationwide, the, the PTAP? Now, that I'm not 100% sure, but if anyone is okay. interested in finding out if we have an office in their location, in their area, they can always uh-huh. email me, and I can most certainly find out for them. Okay, okay, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, and you, you will give us, you want to go ahead and give us your email? Sure, it's Tanya, T as in Tom, O, and it's in Nancy, 
I A dot McCoy M C C O Y at S B A dot G O V. Wonderful, wonderful. So you said you would send them to that office and that can really give them more information on, you know, how to actually bid on the contract as well. They have classes there that can help them. Then once they do that, I would suggest to them think about the 8A program. The 8A program is for socially economically disadvantaged firms. And on our website, we do have a 12-step guide for people that want to do business with the federal government. Uh-huh. And so would they, would they, is that guide in place, would that tell them if they are what you call the socioeconomic disadvantage firm, would that, or can you give us maybe some examples of, of what would qualify for that? Well, it's several different qualifications, and I don't want to go into all of them over the phone, okay. but the website will list the qualifications for the 8A program. Okay, okay, that's awesome. So that's, that's I think, of being new to this, um, the metropolitan D.C. and Baltimore area, uh, that that whole term is just, I mean, it's very, very uh, common here because of all of, I guess, with the federal government being right here <laughs> in this area. Now, the, do you have to actually live, do you know, in the uh, this area to take advantage of some of the federal government contracts? No, most of our programs are nationwide. Um, if mm-hmm. you're going to do, if you're going to bid on a contract in Maryland, your business mm-hmm. needs to be in Maryland. Okay, okay. So, like in most of those, uh, like a resident base, but for the federal government, it's it's pretty much nationwide, as far as we can we can determine. Yes, our okay. basic programs are nationwide. It's same rules nationwide. Some people think because they're in a different state, the rules will change. No, it doesn't change. Okay, okay. Well, wow. Well, I know our lines are jumping here. We're going to take a short break. We do have a few questions. Um, We'll come back. If you don't mind, we can take a few questions. And uh, we'll come back from the short break. Please, everyone, if you are wanting to ask a question of the lovely Miss Tanya McCoy, the SBA, dial 347-838-9278. We'll be right back after this short break. Hartnett International, helping you design your future. We are business development consultants, your one-stop source for starting or enhancing your business. Our team of professionals are among the best in the country. Our services range from establishing your corporation to developing and executing your branding strategy to website design and promotion. We even help you with establishing your business credit. Visit us today at www.deborahardnet.com to view a full list of services or call toll-free 800-493-0339. Mention this ad and receive a 15% discount off our gold package. We are back live on Wealthy Sisters with our phenomenal guest today, Ms. Tanya McCoy of the Small Business Administration. You can listen to us live at www.wealthysisters.com. Also, we want you to know that you can hear us live at 347-838-978. Make us your favorite there on Wealthy Sisters. Also, you can find us on the web with Facebook. The social media is very, very much our friend. Facebook, you can find us there on the Deborah Hartnett and also Twitter with Deborah Hartnett. So we have a call. It looks like they're calling in from the D.C. area, 202 area code. Uh, say hello and state your name and where you're calling from, please. Hi, I'm calling in. This is Odessa Hopkins with another Approach Enterprises. How are you, well, Odessa? Hello, Miss Odessa. How are you today? I'm super fantastic, thank you, and I'm enjoying your show immensely. 
Thank you so much. Thank you for dialing in. Thank you for listening. I tell you, Odessa, we've had her as a guest on the show. She also has a wealth of knowledge. Oh, you, what is your question? Oh, first of all, say hello to our special guest for me as Absolutely. well, Miss Tanya McCoy. Tanya, how are you this afternoon? I am blessed and highly favored. Okay, I love it. And the reason why I'm calling, I'll make it quick, is that um, I, I just want to give a testament to the SBA, actually, Tanya, because everything that you're saying is absolutely true. Uh, the people, we want the contracts and we want the money, but we're not willing to do the homework to get it, as you said, taking care of the, taking advantage of the workshops. And we don't do that enough. The SBA is very, very supportive in the community. They give all of these workshops and people want the money, but they don't want to do the work. And another thing that you touched on, you mentioned about the PTAP, that people can go to PTAP to take advantage of the opportunities of contracting opportunities and of the education side. And I know that you, you didn't mention the contact information, but Denise Warner, whom I do know and I'm familiar with that center, is actually located in College Park. So for those uh, people who are interested in where PTAP is in our area, it's in College Park. Wow, that's great. That's great. Well, we thank you so much for calling in and sharing that wonderful information. And we encourage everybody to go back and uh, check our archives to listen to our show that we did. I think that was sometime in February, or it may have been January, that we had uh, the lovely Miss Odessa Hopkins on uh, with what you're doing because you have a great partnership that you're working closely with. Um, other agencies, governmental agencies, and putting people who are uh, contractors with, you know, um, bridging that gap there. So that's that's great. Well, Thank yeah, you and, so and much. the SBA is one of our partners, and that's why mm-hmm. you know that's why it's so important um, for what Tanya is saying for people to take you know to take notice of because they are one of another approach enterprises partners. They come to our gala. Five of the experts come, sit at tables, give information, and and mix and mingle and network with them. So, Tanya, I just wanted to congratulate you and the SBA for all that you're doing. Thank you very much. Mm, thank you so much. And, Ms. McCoy, so she is such a, a pleasant person. She's not as loud as I am. So we, we have a few requests to ask you to speak up just a little bit because they're so anxious to hear everything that you're sharing uh, with us today. Uh, now, what are some, some other strategies that you can give to that person that's just really trying to decide, what is my next move? My business, you know, in this new economy is not working. Uh, I don't really see the revenue that I need to see. And they really probably haven't been uh, to any of your your information there. What, What steps would you suggest for them to take right now? One thing, the first thing I would say is be leery of that, advice you get from a friend of a friend. Uh-oh. Because Oh, you know about that too? <laughs> you heard a friend of a friend advice. <laughs> it's not always accurate. Matter of fact, most of the time, at least 50 to 60% of the information that you will get from a friend of a friend is inaccurate. And I always tell people, it's okay to listen to what someone else tells you, but always research it to make sure one, it is correct, and then two, it is in the best interest of your business because if it is not, you as the business owner will be at fault. Right, right, that's true. So who should they really listen to? Who, I mean, because we do know a lot of times, uh, especially in our community, we don't we don't really have the the history of or someone a mentor or someone we can we can go and fall to or or seek advice from. So we we wind up a lot of times taking advice from people who have never run businesses, who've never owned a business, or maybe run it one year or what have you, and you know really didn't have support themselves. So who should we take advice from? I would say contact a business counselor, such as the counselors that we have at SBA. We have mm-hmm. SCORE, which they volunteer their time to help people start the business. We have the counselors at our small business development centers that can help you. And even if you're not 100% sure about what any of the counselors are telling you, research it. There's mm-hmm. a wealth of information on the Internet these days. 
research it to make sure it's accurate, especially if someone are giving you advice about taxes, about financing. Research it because I'm going to tell you, if someone gives you um, bad information about taxes and you don't research it to make sure it's right, Uncle Sam will no longer be that figure where we talk about Uncle Sam. You're going to think he's really part of your family. You're going to think he's your real uncle because he's going to <laughs> you. So research, research, research. And then once you start doing research, it will lead you in the direction that you need to go. And at any time, if you feel like you're running around in a circle with your research, always rely on SBA, the website, um, call our office, our resource partners, any any agency that you can get to help you. In a lot of states, you have state agencies that can help you with your information. For example, here in Maryland, um, when you're registering your business, you go to the Department of Assessments and Taxation. They can give you information. They have a lot of information on their web- website. As I said before, you plan you research, you get your estimates, you do your business plan, you prepare yourself for financing, you decide if you're going to be a home-based business or if you're going to lease or buy your space. You plan everything out, which will also be in your business plan, but you have to take the time to do the time. You have mm. to pay people to do that for you, but Whose project is it? Whose baby is it? You want your business mm. to project like you want it, not the words of someone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in essence, it sounds like what you're saying, we really, really have to take ownership uh, for our business. Like you said, it's our it's our baby. It's our vision. It's ours. It's no one else. No one else is going to feel and, and, and be as passionate about it as we are. That that is so true. We we share that a lot with within um, our association and and the trainings that we do because I know the mindset is and and we can talk even more about developing the mindset of an entrepreneur. But our mindsets have mostly been trained to be employed or to work for someone. So in that regard, we're we're used to being told what to do. This time you come to work, you need to do this project. You need to do, you need to report here. This has to be done. Okay, we're going after this merger. We're doing all of that. And so when you are now as a business owner, now you are having to be responsible for a lot of things that you had a whole team of people, even if you were a manager or if you were a senior manager. It's a big difference from now you being, like I like to say, the CEO in many regards if you're just starting out. That means the chief everything officer because you have to be responsible for everything. No one else is going to really feel about your business like you do. That's that's great advice. Definitely. What 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 else would you um like to share to add um you know for advice on on um, some of the things that common things that you see that we need help with as business owners. One one of the things that I run into quite often is people wanting to start their business without insurance. Mm. No. Don't do it. Do not set mm-hmm. yourself up like that. Get insurance. It's not that expensive. So oftentimes mm-hmm. I'll ask people, why don't you want to do insurance when you start? Well, I want to generate revenues and then get the insurance from the revenues I generate. But it's not mm-hmm. that expensive. If you talk with an insurance agent or broker, if you will, they will give you the estimates. It's not that expensive at all. So I always mm-hmm, urge mm-hmm. people to include that in your startup amount because that is something that you will need. Mm-hmm. So the insurance, are you speaking for someone that has a, of course, I know there are certain guidelines when you're owning property uh, that you have to have insurance, I guess, based on if it's in your lease or if you're, um, it's in a home that you purchase or what have you. Are you speaking what if someone has a home-based business? What type of insurance are you referring to then? I think it's according to your industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. For example, I met a young lady that she um, has she's starting a personal shopping business or personal sh- um, shopping consulting business. Okay. You, you still may want to get insurance just 
extra safety. What if you're out helping your client shop and that client trips over your feet? Right. Okay. Okay. So you're saying this is definitely something that we need to consider in protecting ourselves uh, from lawsuits or what have you or someone wants to make a claim on on some of our services or what have you. Exactly. Now, let's say, for example, using that same um, scenario with the personal shopper, someone comes to you because they're going on an interview or meeting with a contracting officer or what have you, and they have the mindset that you helped them pick out this suit that's going to really impress this person, and they don't right. know what they're after. They In this day and time, everyone likes to sue. They may turn around right. to try to sue you because they may feel as though you didn't fulfill their contract. Right, I'm not saying right. that that person is going to win the case, but right, you know, you you never know. So I always say safety first, get the insurance. So definitely need to consider that. And then I guess to piggyback on that, that's where um, the setting up the type of business entity that you're going to have with play, uh, whether you are going to do a DBA, which we we often encourage people not to, um, to really, for those same reasons, to protect yourself, whether it's going to be, you know, your LLC or corporation. Do you help people with that as well so they can determine on what which entity they should set up for themselves? I personally do not. I give them mm-hmm. the information. Um, mm-hmm. I, I refer them to um, our website, the state website. And I tell them, weigh the pros and cons of what the descriptions of the different business structures are and decide right. which route you want to go and which structure will be best for your business. Right, right. And so that's that's good information. So, But in, in what you're saying, though, with that, with the structuring piece, is we still need to consider some of those things uh, protecting ourselves, which is going to be the best one that could protect our personal interests um, so that, you know, someone could not, if they wanted to sue or what have you, they couldn't attack our personal uh, asset. So that's that's good. What are some other things that you, you know, you think about? And I know you just, with over 20 years of knowledge, you've seen so much. What are some other common things that you would like to share to for us to be prepared as business owners? Well, I've seen people um, have really big dreams about starting their business. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having big dreams, but I tell people be realistic about your dreams. Be realistic about your goals. If you are um, starting a T-shirt business and you want to lease space, there's no reason why you have to lease a huge amount of space. Are you mm-hmm. manufacturing the T-shirts, or what are you doing? <laughs> you don't need a two-level uh, you know, office space to sell T-shirts. Be realistic okay. about it. And if you have plans to branch out doing something, doing more with your business, that's fine. Set your goals, set your plans. If you have to relocate later on, then do so. But don't don't start out really big when you can't support that big idea. Okay, okay. So the and then that could be kind of hard because I I know I can relate. I'm a I'm a visionary. I'm a dreamer, and I can see it. I see the end before truly the beginning has even started. So that that definitely is some great advice. How can how can someone you know what other practical tips can they can they do to really prepare themselves for, to, for a good situation so so that they won't overspend or overproject or what have you in a, in that type of scenario. I tell people, remember OPM, other people's money. Of course, mm. you don't want to borrow if you don't have to, but that does not mean you're going to use all of your money in your rainy day fund starting up your business. Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. you start up your business, you use all your money. Let's say you purchase the building. You spend all of your mm-hmm. money purchasing the building. And mm-hmm. three months later, the roof leaks. Where's your money? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then also if you mm-hmm. use all of your money starting your business, what if you don't have people running, knocking down your door, saying, here's my money for your business, for your product or service? You have to pre-plan. That goes all back to the beginning, pre-planning, figuring out how much it's going to cost you to start up, figure out how much it's going to cost you for your monthly expenses. You have mm-hmm. to figure it all out so you know exactly what you're going to need, and it goes back to proper planning. 
don't if it costs you fifty thousand dollars to start up and then thirty days later you don't have money to meet your payroll or your utilities, then what you gonna do? Hmm. That's true. So so it's not just the startup, we gotta think beyond. How how far would you say, you know, uh, a person needs to plan plan this out when they're preparing, I guess, that business plan. Is it one or two or five years? I would say um I would say 3 3 years because it's going to mm-hmm. you're going to update your business plan every year and it should be constantly changing. 5 mm-hmm. years from now you should not be using the same business plan just like it was when you first started. Now you're why not, is that? Let's bring clarity for the audience. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. You are mm-hmm. not allowing your business to grow. Mm-hmm. If your business is growing, you're not putting it on paper. If you use the business plan and you mo- you model your business after the business plan and it's constantly growing, then you should not be failing because in your business plan, your projections are going to show how your business is constantly going to grow from this six months to the next six months or from this year to the next year. You should always show a profit in your business. And a lot of times people will say, um, you know, I've been in business for two or three years now, but my business seemed to be at a standstill. And the first thing I'll ask them is, how are you marketing your business? Because a lot of times, once your business becomes at a standstill, you may need to change your marketing efforts or increase them or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. This is great. This is awesome information. Our chat room is excited. The lines are really full here. We have none other than Ms. Tanya McCoy from the Small Business Administration on the line today. You have any questions, dial 347-838-9278. As well, you can listen to us on the web at www.wealthysisters. We're going to take another short break, come back, get a few more questions in, and also share some late and great breaking news on the Professional Black Woman Association. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Do you feel like there's never enough time in the day have a laundry list of 20 things to do and you still haven't done, oh yeah, the laundry. Are you at a crossroads in your life and just not certain what's your next step? Are you just overwhelmed and feel like you have lost, well, you? We are here to help. Compass Coaching is a personal development company for women. We help you find your path and bring balance to your life. Visit us today at www.mypathmylife.com. We have life coaching plans as low as $19 a month and take our free assessment. That's www.mypathmylife.com. Every woman deserves a coach. Hello, this is Deborah Hartnett, live back on Wealthy Sisters with the Small Business Administration. Today, we have Tanya McCoy, who is representing awesomely well. We're so happy to have her as a special guest today. Again, if you have any other questions, please dial 347-838-978. Press 1 so that we know that you like to ask Ms. McCoy a question. Now, today, of course, is April 5th, and we are so excited that we have launched the Professional Black Woman Association, and this really ties in with all the great things that Ms. Tanya McCoy was sharing with us today. The Professional Black Woman Association can be found at www.thebwa.com. This association is here for you. It is a resource center. It's a support center for the businesswoman today. We have right here at your fingertips the Professional Black Woman University with online training courses. I tell you, the curriculum that you can see there is phenomenal. We are going to be discussing how to create your business plan. We have social media, uh, detailed curriculum on that, understanding Facebook, LinkedIn, what is this, what, what, you know, what is Twitter, how can you build your business with that as well. Also, some of our other curriculum is estate and financial planning uh, so that you can actually prepare as a business owner, how to invest, how to save, what are those uh, self-employed retirement programs that are out there for you. Ms. McCoy talked about insurance, the importance of insurance in your business as well. Also, she mentioned about tax benefits. 
what are those strategies that you need to know to effectively uh, be a proper tax planner? When should you pay your taxes? Also, we have leadership training, uh, how to secure lending. Uh, we even have a, a course that deals with health and wellness, uh, building your business credit. I love the fact, Ms. McCoy, you talked about what that OPM stands for again. Other people's money. I know that's right. Other people's money. So we are actually going to show you how to use other people's money, which that, you know, several years before I was in business, before I really realized that's what real business owners do, they use other people's money. So there are definitely ways um, as well that, that you can actually do that advertising. These are some of the great things. We also have a library in place for you. You get um, also we have a success book club. So we have our platinum level goal level, civil level, and we want you to go ahead and get started today. Everyone that gets started by April 30th, you become a charter member. Now, a charter member, that's something that's very, very special because you're going to get a free membership, a one-year free membership, plus you get a commemorative pin uh, that, uh, that is a PBW pin, and you get recognition, special recognition on the website, as well as special recognition at the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. Now, listen to this. These are some great, great things that we have in store for you with the Professional Black Woman Association. Uh, we do have a basic package that you can get started. You get small discounts on that, uh, a few things. You might you get about three MP3s a year. That's our basic package that's free for you to, to join uh, there. But we have our silver package. With the silver, now get this, you're going to get a two-for-one pass to the Winter Summit 2011. So you and a partner, uh, your business partner, a colleague, or what have you, it's kind of like a buy one, get one free type of deal. Also, you get $50 credit for a one-night stay at the um, hotel there. That's awesome. 10% off our services and advertising that any of our faculty members offer, any of the services that we offer as well. And you get one month of 30-second commercials on Wealthy Sisters, plus you're part of the book club and the weekly teleconference, all for $199 a year. Now, I tell you, just for the time two lines is worth way more than that. Then we have our gold package. The gold package is here for you as well. With that, you get one free pass to the Winter Summit 2011. You get one night stay. So your whole night accommodation, one-on-one uh, -on -one consultation with our faculty, 15% off services and advertising, one month of 30-second commercials on Wealthy Sisters. You're part of the weekly teleconference calls and the PBW Success Book Club. That is for $2.99 a year, and then the platinum package. Now, I know uh, our response has been overwhelming. This is where people really, really, really um, find their true value in this, this product here. The, the, the platinum package is you get two passes, two passes to the Winter Summit Conference and Expo 2011, one night stay. You get the conference DVD super pack, which is valued well over $99, but it's on sale now for $99. That's including that, plus one ticket to the Millionaire Luncheon at the Winter Summit where we have documented women millionaires who are going to be able to, you'll be able to sit down, ask questions, have one-on-one -on -one time with them at this luncheon. That's going to be an awesome, awesome opportunity to pick their brain. You get one-on-one -on -one consultation with the PBW faculty. You're featured uh, on our PBW as well, your business as well. Uh, also, two months of 30-second commercials on Wealthy Sisters. You're part of the book club. And we also have thrown in the MP3 a month uh, that you get all for three ninety nine a year. Now I tell you, like I said, everybody that that sees that they say, "Are you are you serious?" That's going to be for a limited time only. So if you were at the conference, I know if you weren't, you heard about it. You want to take advantage of that package. I promise you, that alone is well worth what you get. Plus, you get free training throughout the year um, through our classes. You get discounts on the 
classes that are offered, uh, other classes that are offered, discounts on all of the products. It's just an awesome, awesome resource, and we are bringing on some heavy hitters with our faculty. We have some dynamic advisory members that are coming on board that we're introducing here within the next few days. So it is definitely something that we are so proud of and we're so excited to really, really support. And what I love about the university is you can actually take the classes at your time, your free time. So we know a lot of us are busy. We're, we're running homes. We have children. We have, we have responsibilities. We have husbands. We're working. We're running our businesses. And we don't always have the time to go to a physical location to take a class or to even go to a meeting. Here in your quiet time, your downtime, if it's at 4 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, or 10 o'clock in the morning, you can actually take these classes and continue to enhance your business. So visit us today at www.thepbwa.com. We're so excited. We're looking forward to it. And take advantage of the great opportunity there. So, Miss Tanya McCoy, I tell you, it has been great. You have offered such a wealth of information. Please share with us some closing uh, comments that you would like to, to offer to our audience as well today. Well, I would like to say um, when you getting ready to start your business, I want people to know that it is not a walk in the park. When you start mm-hmm. your business, you really need to be serious-minded. You cannot be on a fence. Mm-hmm. You can be on a fence when you're trying to think about the idea of starting a business. But when you make up mm-hmm. your mind to start that business, you're serious about it. Don't mm-hmm. just be doing everything and putting it on the back burner, then come back. No, that's not how a business owner operates. You do your research. You get your you get all the figures that you need, you do your business plan, take as many workshop and classes that you need to. SBA have many resources available for people. You just need to visit our website at www.sba.gov. There's tons of resources on that website for you. There's there's not a reason in this day and time for someone to start a business, try to do everything on their own and say, I did not know because it's there wow. for you. And wow. Un- that Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What I was going to say is the unknown is the one that's going to shut you down. Mhm, mhm, mhm. The unknown. That's that's that fear of the unknown. Unknown, because really, wow. I, I think about that story all the time. They said, you know, the and I and I probably won't won't say it right. And and, I, and I'm sure the audience has heard it before, and maybe some haven't. But I often think about that. Where I guess it was um, a gentleman who had a choice. You know, whether he could take the door that was the known, the unknown door, or the door that was the known door that you knew, it was a firing squad behind that door. And, you know, often people would take that known door, which was the firing squad. They knew that their death was right there. But if only, you know, that the question remained, if only, well, what is behind that door of the unknown? And, you know, the, the response would be that would be your freedom. That was the freedom. But we are so afraid of stepping out there and taking that step and and going beyond um, what everybody else is doing and doing the homework like Odessa called in and like you, you talked about, doing that research and, and reading and preparing ourselves so that we can be successful today in business. How can, how can they uh, contact you again? I know you gave out the, the website. Um, what was your email address again if they had the questions in, in your local area? T-O-N-I-A dot M-C-C-O-Y at S-B-A dot G-O-V. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Ms. Tanya McCoy, it has been a pleasure hosting you today on our show. We thank you so much. Thank you again for coming to the conference. We trust that uh, you you got a lot of made a lot of contacts there. I know we had a lot of buzz about you attending the conference, <laughs> the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. How was that for your your office? It was excellent. <laughs> wonderful. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we look forward to definitely seeing you there next year as well and in, and some of the other projects that we're working on. We thank you again for being such a great wealth of information. Thank you so much to the Small Business Administration for being there and providing the support to the small business owners today. This has been another wonderful episode of Wealthy Sisters. We want you to tune in next week. We have another awesome, spectacular guest sharing some tops secrets and some tips on success, another wealthy sister will be right on the air next week. Again, this has been Deborah Hartnett. Continue to enjoy your day. Check out the new site, www.thepbwa, and we will look forward to seeing each and every one of you all at the top. Take care and have a great day. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.